Kia ora, this is James Kane, one of the hosts of Mixed Bag, just popping into your podcast feed with a little update. The team at Mixed Bag are pretty busy at the moment. We're pretty flat out, spread all across Aotearoa. So uh, we are going to be going on a little hiatus. And in the interim, we wanted to ask you, the listener, your thoughts on your own mixed bag pieces. Um, we are encouraging listeners to send in a short uh, audio review of a mixed bag that you've seen. It can be something recent that you've watched. It can be uh, one of the the kind of classic mixed bags that you've always uh, kind of thought about. This does not uh, rule you out of doing a whole episode out of doing that mixed bag. It might just be a little taster and then we'll get you on the pod to talk about it in full detail. So if you are interested in doing that, you can send your audio file to mixbagcontact at gmail.com or you can hit us up in our DMs in one of the Mixbag socials. To give you a taste of what this might sound like, we are going to play in its entirety, which it's never been played in its entirety before, uh, Amy Sullivan's uh, uh, audio clip review of Sister Act 2 and you will hear the, the passion and enjoyment uh, that she gets from this um, classic mixed bag. Check it out and we'll see you when we get back which will probably be around uh, the month of May. Ka kite. Okay, so I have a lot of feelings on Sister Act 2 but I will just kind of go through some of the main pointers that I love about Sister Act 2. It's sort of part of this um, making kid, rich kids mad recipe trope that we see in film a lot of the time. Um, you can see that in Bring It On, All or Nothing, the best of all the Bring It, Bring it On films, in, in my opinion. Uh, cool Runnings, Step Up, this kind of underdog taking over the rich kids at what they're good at. Um, but the reason this trope is recycled so much is because everyone loves it. Everyone loves an underdog. Um, and, th- and that's why we see it so much and so commonly in these films. Um, I can't talk about Sister Act 2 without talking about when they pull their robes off. It is phenomenal. It's classic movie magic moment. Um, Tom is very upset by the logistics in films not working and there being a lack of them. Uh, Where is the rehearsal time? Also seen in all of the Pitch Perfect films. Where's the rehearsal time when you're having a hostage crisis? But it's it's just perfection when they pull off their robes. Um, it's just it's just great. Um, I mean, Lizzo recreated it. It's it's just such a feel. Every time I watch it, it's just such a feel good moment of them all pulling off their robes. It's great. Um, the real star of the film is Lauren Hill. Um, she is seventeen in this. She is seventeen in this film, which is just blows me away. Her acting is sublime, her voice is ridiculous. Her voice is ridiculous. There's a duet in it of His Eyes on the Sparrow, and every time I get it I just get the biggest goosebumps ever. Uh, Chills. Just chills. Um, She's 17 in this. Um, I also really like Sister Act 2 because I, I feel like it does something that a lot of these other films of this genre don't which is they discuss poverty in a really realistic setting um the school kids are balancing school and work and then there's there's this real understandable question of you know 
why should I pursue an education or a talent when I've got mouths to feed at home and I have to, you know, my mum needs support at home. You know, it, it's hard to follow an education when literally food is on the line. And, and I feel like they examine that well within a film that is a, a comedy sequel, uh, basically. Um, they have a really diverse cast showing that poverty is non-discriminative, really. Um, it exists in every race. There are Latino school children, there are white school children, there are black school children, you know, there are Asian school children. There's, there's everyone within this classroom, which I think is really important showing. Um, it, and there are definitely blurred lines and questions of race within it. Um, there's a character called Frankie who kind of is probably the most cross-genred character within Sister Act 2. I feel like I'm going on a bit now. Um, uh, he, you know, he likes to rap, um, and that there's a real interesting discussion about that within the film. Um, although Lauren Hill is in it and her voice is amazing, everyone gets the chance to shine when Amal sings Oh Happy Day. That is... I mean, I, I think that's one of the classic scenes from the film that everyone remembers a lot. Um, and there's a real friendship between the school kids, and again, in a lot of these films, I feel like they are pitted against one another, um, whether that's due to race or due to, you know, if they're the jock or the nerd... Um, so this friendship between the school kids is, is really quite nice to see and quite refreshing. The soundtrack is banging. It goes across secular music, gospel music, 1990s hip-hop flawlessly, and it's just executed so well. These are probably 10% of my feelings on the film Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Uh, thank you very much. Um, I hope that was helpful and enjoyable you like those flicks come get your fix in a podcast called mixed bag